What's up, y'all? This is JLP, the host of Mastering Singular Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. I pray that you had a wonderful day. I'm praying that you will have a better weekend. And um, I'm just praying that all is well with you. And I just want to quickly go ahead and if you have not done so, please go ahead and stay connected to us on our social media platforms. You can go ahead and follow us um, on Instagram at it's underscore underscore JLP. You can as well as like our ministry Facebook, facebook.com forward slash JLP Network. You can go ahead as well, subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's a brand new video coming up next week. Um, And this video is actually going to just be a shorter version of what I was able to share last Saturday on Brother Luja Banat's YouTube channel. And it has to do with um, women just talking about God's role and purpose for women, past, present, and future. So if you want to go ahead and listen to um, the version that is on Brother Luja Banat's YouTube channel, you can go ahead and um, do so. You can just search in the um, search bar if you did not subscribe yet to his channel, um, L-U-D-G-E-R-B-A-N-A-T-T-E. Again, L-U-D-G-E-R-B-A-N-A-T-T-E. And also, I want to go ahead and just give this quick announcement. I've shared it before recently on the podcast. By the grace of God, we will be having a end of year conference for the Mastering Single podcast. This year, we're not going to have the two um, sessions. Um, instead of the two sessions, we're just going to have one annual end of year conference. But however, I am open to be able to just um, do monthly meetings. And so if you are interested for me to be able to talk on um, certain topics that we have shared on the podcast at your church or perhaps at your um, women's group or youth group or when you're having an event that's really focusing on those themes such as faith, purpose, relationships, singleness, dating, marriage, you name it. Whatever it is that you know that we have touched bases on the podcast, you're more than welcome to reach out to me via email. My email is jlpnetworks1 at gmail.com, j-l-p-n-e-t-w-o-r-k-s-1 at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to be able to be able to like you know partner with you and connect with you in that way to further advance the kingdom of god forward and build disciples for christ jesus and um without further ado y'all i want to go ahead and get to the episode but before i even get to the episode y'all let me tell you something what happened so i recorded this episode and literally nothing was saved and um but i'm still staying encouraged right i'm still staying encouraged i want to share this word and um, I believe that this word is going to encourage you and perhaps the enemy did not want for it to be uh, shared tonight. But I'm going to continue to share it anyway, even if I need to um, make it a, a shorter version. Um, so if you guys don't mind, please go ahead and open your Bible pages to Acts, Acts 1. And for tonight's episode, we're going to focus on Acts 1 verses 1 to 11. And we're really going to take our time to meditate on this. Um... We're not going to be long due to the incident that occurred um, previously. But however, we are going to have a good time in the Lord. Amen. So Acts 1 verse 1 to 11 says, y'all, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he He presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. 
On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Verse 5, For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel or the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or days the Father has set by his own authority. Verse 9, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. Verse 10. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Verse 11. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into um, heaven. If you don't mind, y'all, I want you to quickly go ahead and highlight a few of these scriptures that we just read from Acts 1 verse 1 to 11. I want you to go ahead and take this time to highlight Acts 1 verse 3, Acts 1 verse 4, Acts 1 verse 5, Acts 1 verse 6, Acts 1 verse 7, Acts 1 verse 8. And quickly, if you don't mind, let's go ahead and go back to Acts 1 verse 3. And so Acts 1 verse 3, y'all says this, after his suffering, he, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. When I read this, and honestly, you know, when I was preparing for this episode, I had a, you know, I didn't really title this message, but however, the Holy Spirit was able to give me the message. And to be honest, it's after it's after I publish this episode that I'm going to go ahead and give give it the proper title. Um, But he gave me particular points concerning these verses that we are just meditating on. So after I read verse three, the first point that came to my mind is this, y'all. After sufferance comes glory. I'm going to say this again. After sufferance comes glory. And this theme is a theme that the Holy Spirit has been placing on my heart since last year. And I've shared it a couple of times on my Instagram page. One of the things that I want for us as children of God to really understand and have it written in the tablet of our hearts and mind is this. Whatever Jesus experienced, we too will experience. Whatever Jesus experienced, we too will experience. We need to understand that our lives are supposed to model Jesus in every, in every way. Jesus himself, he told us to remain encouraged, you know, to to remain encouraged and so forth because he has overcome the world. And so if Jesus overcame the world, that means we too as his believers, we too as his followers, we too will also overcome the world. And, And, you know, let's take it a step further. If Jesus overcame death, this means as well, you as his as as his follower, you will overcome death. And I'm not just saying um, talking about, for example, like a physical death. But I'm talking about certain seasons in your life. It felt like a death because all that was around you was winter. It didn't feel like it was springtime or harvest season. It didn't feel like it was summer. All right. And so the verse, verse four, it says after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Amen. And so here we see Jesus. You know, he just suffered, right? Not only did he suffer, but he died. But praise the Lord, praise God, he resurrected. Amen. 
But you would have thought like, you know, Jesus would say, let me sit down for a little bit. But no, Jesus continued doing the same work that he did before he died. And that was preaching the kingdom of God. Now, this is what I was able to capture from this by the grace of God. We are living in a time, y'all, where everywhere we go, there seems to be catastrophe. There seems to be chaos, right? It's not just in one location. It's not just, for example, I reside in Florida. It's not just in Florida that you see it. It's not just in the United States. It's not just in the Caribbean. It's not just in Africa. It's not just in Asia. It's not just in Europe. But the globe is going through a chaos. It seems like the earth, right? The world is covered in darkness. Sin is going rampant. Confusion is going rampant upon the earth, right? And so many of us, when we see this, oftentimes what happens is that even though there are people, there are believers, they have been Christian almost all their lives, because it seems like there's only negativity, there's only death that surrounds, right? There's only chaos and drama that surrounds. What happens is that they begin to be anxious. They begin to be doubtful. Even when it comes to the word of God and his promises and they too began to find themselves going to, you know, you know, experiencing deep depression and so forth. But I want to encourage you that after sufferance comes glory, meaning when you see, even though the earth itself or the world itself look like it's going through a sufferance, it's look, it looks like it's going through a process. It looks like it's going through a furnace. I want you to be encouraged to understand this. Just like Jesus, after his sufferance, he was still proclaiming the kingdom of God to uh, the disciples. And he was even telling them, hey, you are going to receive the promise. You are going to see the problem. What, what is that promise? Or who is that promise? It's the Holy Spirit. This is the same mindset that the Lord wants us as his children, wants us as his people to have when it seems like the whole world is going in circles, when it seems like the whole world is falling apart. God wants you to remain in a position to manifest. God wants you to remain in a position to, to be a carrier of his glory, to manifest his kingdom on the earth. He wants you to remain in position to be Christ's witnesses, to be Christ's witnesses. As a matter of fact, please go ahead and go back to verse eight. As we're talking, as we talk about witnesses, as we said, this term witnesses, this is what Jesus says in verse eight, y'all. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. What did Jesus mean by that? That we're going to be his witnesses. This is what Jesus meant by that, y'all. Jesus, again, he knew that he was going to ascend to heaven. And this is the main reason why he's giving the disciples this, uh, this instruction through the Holy Spirit, right? He is doing this. Because he knew that he would go to the Father and be seated in the right hand side of the Father. Jesus knew that while he is while he's on um, excuse me, while he's in heaven, he is not going to be in operation on earth. What do I mean by that? I mean that Jesus knew that the Holy Spirit would have to come upon God's people in order for his disciples to be his witnesses on the earth. What does it mean? When you hear people say, you know, we need to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Does it mean just that we need to pray for people and we need to give out tracts, you know, evangelism tracts to people and so forth? To a certain degree, yeah. But it's much bigger than that, y'all. When, when, when you hear people say to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and even when you hear Jesus said himself in verse 8 here in Acts 1 verse 8, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He's literally saying you will be me in Samaria Judea and the rest of the world. 
Now, some people, when they hear the podcast, they'll be like, well, JLP, are you blaspheming? No, and not in that sense. I'm not saying that they would claim to be Jesus, meaning that they would claim to be God and, and so forth. No, but that they would be a replica of Jesus on the earth. And literally, when you read the Gospels, this is exactly what happened with, with Peter, with James and them, with John. Wherever they went, they carried the power of God. They carried the glory of God. And they were able to do the same miracles that Jesus was able to do when he was still residing on the earth before he ascended to heaven. And what does that mean, y'all? For us here, the, the body of Christ today, we need to understand God too will do the very same thing with us because we too are his witnesses. We too are his witnesses. And so I want you all to be encouraged when you see sin is abounding. Remember what the word of God says, grace will abound even more. When you see darkness is abounding, remember what the word of God said, we will go from glory to glory. And so this is the hour for us as the body of Christ to wake up. It's not the hour for us to sit down, but it's the hour for us, just like Jesus said to his disciples. Let's quickly go ahead in that verse. Continue on following along with me in Acts 1. Let's quickly go ahead and um, read that particular scripture here. Let's go ahead and read this particular scripture here. It is coming from y'all verse four. Let's quickly go ahead and read it. Verse four says this, y'all. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. He spoke about it. He spoke about it to them about this Holy Spirit, right? And he tells them to wait. Why they were told to wait in order for them to receive it. Right now, I I strongly believe we are in an hour of waiting. And now when I say we're in an hour of waiting, I'm not saying we're in an hour where we will just sit down and not do anything and not pray and not worship God and not fast and not evangelize and not take a move and not take a step. But I'm saying to wait in a posture where you're saying, Holy Spirit, I make myself available. Holy Spirit, here I am where it is that you want me to go, what it is that you want me to do. And Jesus when you read the next um, couple of, uh, of passages from the book of Acts, the earlier passage of the book of Acts, he told them, he told them um, to, 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 to wait in Jerusalem, right? Okay, we know this. He told them to wait in Jerusalem. But listen, as they were waiting in Jerusalem, they had a posture that they were really uh, um, doing, right? They had put themselves in a posture as they waited. They didn't wait with, uh, 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 with arguments. They didn't wait with uh, uh, confusion. They didn't wait with doubt, but they waited with praising. They waited with prayer. They were, waited with adoration and worship before the Lord. And they continued to meditate on the word that Jesus gave, gave them, that they would receive the power of God, which is the Holy Spirit, amen? And so this is the same thing that God wants us to do as well as his body, as the people of God, as the church, as the bride of Christ. He wants us to remain in a posture where when we see the world is upside down, y'all, we are not going to go upside down with the world. When we see the world seems crazy, we will not act in that crazy manner as the world. But we will wait and worship unto the Lord. We will wait and praise and adoration unto the Lord. And we will wait meditating on his word day and night. This leads me to our next point, y'all. And this is that is this. After prayer comes power. After prayer uh, comes power. 
What were they doing? What were the disciples doing during that critical time? And we have to bear in mind as well, during that time, there was no peace on the earth. Even when the disciples were walking the earth, of course, we know that they were still being persecuted. They were still going through uh, people, you know, bringing them down, trying to stop the cause of Christ. But yet they continued to remain encouraged because what? They carried the Holy Spirit. And this is our word to you tonight as well. We continue to remain encouraged because what? You carry the Holy Spirit. As a child of God, you carry the Holy Spirit. Meaning, even when people persecute you, even when you see so many evil go rampant on the earth, the peace of God resides in you because you have the Spirit of God. The glory of God resides in you because you have the, you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have the peace which surpasses all understanding because the spirit of Christ resides within you. And so I want to encourage you to understand whenever God tells you to wait, he doesn't tell you to wait to punish you, but he tells you to wait to receive your deliverance. He tells you to wait to receive the power. He tells you to wait to receive the instructions of the Holy Spirit, which leads me to this point as well. After death comes eternal life. After death comes what? Eternal life. If you guys don't mind, uh, let me see here. Let me see here, here. If you guys don't mind, let's quickly go ahead and read verses 5. Acts 1 verse 5. As a matter of fact, let's, let's quickly read Acts um, 5 to, let's see here. Give me one second, y'all. All right, let's quickly go ahead, y'all, and go back to, excuse me, let's go ahead and read verses three again. There's a portion of verse three I want to highlight quickly before we further with this episode. So uh, the latter part of verse three, y'all, this is what it says. It says, he appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. As I just um, went ahead and shared our next point here, and that is after death comes eternal life. After death comes what? Eternal life. This is Jesus. y'all. Jesus suffered. Not only did he suffer, but he died. As soon as he resurrected, guess what Jesus was doing? Jesus continued to proclaim the same message that he proclaimed before he died. And that was the kingdom of God. Why is this critical for you to know in this hour as God's children? Because just like you see the world seems like it's going upside down, just like you see, see the world is, is blaspheming God, is doing all types of evil in the eyes of God. Just like you feel even these past two years, perhaps it felt like a death to you. Perhaps it wasn't a physical death, right? But it was an emotional death, a mental death, right? Or a death of a vision or a death of a dream. I want you to bear in mind that after death comes eternal life. And I want you to remember again, whatever Jesus was able to model, you being the child of God that you are, you will model on the earth and you will model model it effectively because why you have the spirit of Christ in you. And so I want to encourage you while the world seems like they're in confusion, while the world seems like they don't know left or right, you can be encouraged because you have the spirit of truth residing in you and you need to understand that if God is for you, again, who can be against you? After death comes life. I'm not trying to say, like, for example, it's easy because it is not. But God says in his word 
through Paul, right? He says, my, my grace is sufficient. He said, and this is where. And so this grace, right, that is talking about also is the spirit of Christ. It is the spirit of Christ. And so I want you to be encouraged, especially the fact that we're in a new season. We're in the spring season. We are in the season that clearly shows us manifestation of life. We know during the springtime is a time of harvest, right? Is a time of fruitfulness. I don't know what happened during the last season for you, but I want you to take heart that this season will be a season of eternal life for you. You see, as a child of God, you don't have to wait to experience a physical death to have eternal life. Jesus himself said, whoever believes in me has eternal life. So eternal life has started for you now. But sometimes there are certain seasons that may, may seem like death more than life. But I want to be that sister in Christ to encourage you. This is the season for you to experience eternal life. This is the season for you to experience God in a new measure, in a new, in a new level. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. I know perhaps last year or the year before that felt like a winter for you. But today I want to declare this word of encouragement. This will be a season of spring for you. And look at that perfect time. And we are currently in the, in, in the season of spring. Spring started either March 20th or 21st. And so I want you to understand this. Whatever God was able to do in the earlier church, whatever he was able to do through Jesus Christ, the son of God, he will do through us today. So take heart. Be encouraged. Go back. Go back to the basics. Go back to reading your word. Go back to praying to God and believing with childlike faith. Continue to trust God that his promises are yes and amen. As we shared two previous episodes, one titled New Beginnings. Another was titled um, Don't Don't Worry, Good Things Are Coming. Please go ahead and re-listen to this episode. I believe this episode will motivate and encourage you. They will boost your faith to believe that God indeed, he is the God who keeps his covenant. He is the God who is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen. And so y'all, I want you to understand this. Remain in a posture. Again, this waiting I was saying earlier, it's not for you to be punished. It's not for you to feel behind in life. But God, he wants to give you something exceptional. He wants to give you something that is long lasting. God doesn't want, uh, uh, you know, like a lot of people in the world, right? There's a lot of get rich schemes. No, God doesn't want you to experience a get rich scheme that will lead you to, 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 to worse poverty than when you had that success, right? With that get rich scheme. No, God wants to give you something that is genuine, that is long lasting, that will produce real results, not results that fade away after a short period of time. And so in the season, if you have something in particular you've been waiting for God to do in your life, I want you to remain encouraged because God, he sees you, you're waiting. He sees how you're waiting. Again, remember, waiting is not, is not, you know, an activity that we do where we don't do anything at all. But while we're waiting, we're praising God. We're telling God of his faithfulness. We're giving God our gratitude. We're letting God know we believe that he's the same yesterday and forevermore. And as you do this, just like the Holy Spirit came upon those who were in the early church, you will feel the presence of God coming upon you. You will feel the Holy Spirit elevating you, replenishing you, and giving you further insight and wisdoms and strategies in order for you to have a, a great spring, right? In order for you to have a great 2022. 
to for the glory of the Lord. And so I'm going to close with this, y'all. Again, I didn't want to be too long <laughs> because your sister, like I said, uh, I was recording the episode a, a little bit earlier, but um, it didn't go through. But we rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that as you listen to this episode, the Holy Spirit would speak to you and minister to you. And um, again, remember, y'all, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. This was JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.